Yeah, you know what it is, Truth Nation. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. The best way to start your day. Cutting through the noise and bringing you the real stories behind the headlines. Talk to someone about how you feel. Do not internalize it. Do not consume it. You deserve to be heard. It's time to wake up with Milwaukee's favorite morning show. It's not just we canceled it, it's over, it's a done deal. Shouldn't be that way. That program still should proceed no matter how a few may go. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio at the Avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee. Tell me, where are all the watch for you? Where the hey. brothers going to be? Hey. <laughs> I just want to see what she was going to do. This is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 1017 The Truth and The Truth app. Here are your hosts, the effective communication coach, Denise Thomas, and two-time Emmy Award winner, Telly Hughes. Good morning. What's up, Truth Nation? Does my mic sound good, Telly? I'm looking at you. Uh... No, we need to we need to turn you up. Turn me up. Now that is something you never hear anybody say is turn Denise up. <laughs> turn Denise volume up. This has got to be a world record. <laughs> okay, that's better now though. All right. Good morning, Truth Nation. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the best morning show on planet Earth. You are listening to Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. It is Wednesday, January 31st, the last day of January. And what I would like to call Telly, Rent Eve, Mortgage <laughs> Eve, Bills Eve. Yes, I said it. I'm sorry, y'all, but that's the reality. Good morning, Telly. Good morning. We got our guest co-host today. It's Wednesday, so you know we got Tony Smith, Marquette University Men's Basketball Hall of Famer, and frequent guest host here at The Truth. Tony, good morning. How are you? Is this thing on? Is this thing now on? you're on. Yeah, yeah I'm on. now yeah. you're okay. on. Okay. <laughs> he said good morning twice <laughs> already, though. <laughs> he wasn't ignoring you. <laughs> yeah. Now I was like, okay. I was like, my mic wasn't on. What's going on here? Uh, I'm good. It's also a uh, paycheck eve, isn't it? Was it your first? We get paid on the first. Uh, first time, yeah. First yeah, time, first some, time. yeah. I got, I got some money rolling it's the in first on the first. Of the month. <laughs> it's the first of the month. <laughs> Look, man. This, this is the day every month, the last day of the month, this is what I, I usually refer to as decision-making day. <laughs> what bills do I want to pay? <laughs> what, hey, what I don't want to pay. I don't want to pay none. <laughs> right. Do I really need? Can I get right? an exemption today? <laughs> hey, this you know, is the, your priority list. You really check it on, on today, huh? Like, so which one is more important? Do I give him a little something on this bill, or or is, my, or is, my, or is that vacation? I gotta do that. I gotta. Right. Buy, I gotta buy that trip. I gotta buy that plane ticket. Look, because you know how we do. We'd be like, okay, now I can go ahead and go on vacation, and then when I get back, I can deal with the bills then. <laughs> exactly. I'll pay this one later. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and go. But but you know, on the flip side of that. You know, one of the reasons why I travel solo, y'all, I'm going to keep it 100. This is the truth. It's because I can't take the whole, hey, let's, and this, you know, this is right now where everybody wants to go, either Dubai or Ghana. Okay. So then you get that one friend that's like, yo, 
Let's take a, a group trip. All right, ladies, let's take a girl's trip to Dubai or a, a girl's trip to uh, Ghana. And then you got that, got them two friends out of the five. Now, who's all going? Now, where are we staying? <laughs> I, we, I, we don't. Now, I don't think we need to do, stay that long. Do, do we need? Let, do we need? Oh, and then I, was, I was like, you know what? I'm out. I can't. You either, you either got it. And that's when I'm like, Kamala Harris, Vice President Kamala, do not come. Do not come. Do not come. If you got to ask 50,000 questions, and then if you come to me talking about, well, you know, I got a coupon from Spirit. That's How much that costs? Exactly. I'm out. <laughs> That's one of the main reasons why I travel solo, right there. Because of your cousins. Because of your cousins, Taylor. <laughs> My cousins. <laughs> your cousins from East St. Louis. If if, uh, if if I if I'm not traveling with my family, I'm typically just probably traveling with Tony. And so we don't really have them issues. But you're right. See, it is. Uh, I mean, but we keep our group very small. Because of that too now. Everybody everybody in the group already know the deal. Yeah. Don't come with none of that nonsense. Oh. Yeah. Don't get there and be reason. like, oh, I can't pay for this uh, you know, IT time. Like, uh uh-uh. uh. Like See? you will get uninvited. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you another thing that when this brand does this, I'm out. When they talk about um we're gonna put a deposit plan together, payment number one, I'm, I'm out. <laughs> Either you got it or you don't. Either you can go like or you plan. can't. Like, because I, I already got mine. I don't know what you're doing. Where are you going to stay? You know what I'm saying? And I'm sorry for those that are like, well, wait a minute. That's what I do. I, look, do you, but you and I, we can't go on vacation together. Right. If you got to have a layaway plan <laughs> to, <laughs> to take vacation, I'm not your girl. I'm not for you. No offense. Nothing personal. It's just that we're not compatible. Uh, right. You either got it, it or you don't. It's like, hey, it's not compatible to travel. Maybe we could do some other things. We can hang out locally. <laughs> but uh <laughs> And then and then when the bill comes, you got alligator arms. <laughs> well, wait a How come you ain't reaching either? <laughs> it's 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 so many things, y'all. Look, speaking of stereotypes, <laughs> I got separate checks up in here. <laughs> See, that's another thing. Going out to eat with with with, with us. a group. Oh, I I do and that person who has the calculator. I'm out. Yeah. I have, let me tell y'all. I have, and I wasn't trying to be passive aggressive. I was just so mad. Where, and I actually think that's the last time I went out with this particular group, but it was just a bunch of us. It was probably about maybe I'd say 10 of us and the bill comes and here you got this one person breaking out the calculator mm. and they go have the nerve to say, well, Denise, you drunk way more than everybody else. You know what? I'll just pay for the whole thing. That's what we're doing. <laughs> That's what we're doing. You that friend. But when you need a favor, when you need a hookup, who you call? But that's okay. All right. Bet. Uh, Bet. If, hey, if y'all ever heard, like, I know what we did. We went to, I went to Scotland with like eight dudes, and um, we kept, we kept it pretty easy with that kind of stuff. We had this uh, app. It's called Split Splitwise. Y'all ever heard of that? Uh-uh. Oh my god, I'm out. I'm yeah, out. no, I mean it's super easy. Like, you just somebody just pay the bill, and you just put the the bill on the app after you pay it, and it splits it up. Bam! Oh, right on, right on the app. Like, oh, you go somewhere, you do something, put it on the app, splits it up, and then everybody gets their thing. At the end of the day, it does all the plusing and minusing for who paid for this. You don't have to do none of that. It does the app does it all, and then at the end of the thing, 
it tells who owes what. So if you ain't never, if you ain't picked up the bill, you're gonna be owing a whole bunch. <laughs> wow. Or if you picked up a lot, you're gonna be owed a lot. But it clears up all. Maybe that. that's a, that's a new age stuff there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say your explanation alone. I, I'm over here like nodding my head. I'm like falling asleep. I can't do all that. It's like, look, the bill comes. Everybody put out their credit card and say split it seven ways, split it eight ways, split it ten ways. My goodness. You, yeah. you got you a whole that project too. over there, Tony. I mean, it's, you got a it's, whole project it's, over it's, there. It just sounds more complicated. It's, just, it's all on the app. You just do it. One dude just pays it. Bam, it's in the app. I, the Done. one thing that I I have a problem with at times is when you do have a big group, but you may not even eat that much, and so you end up paying basically the same amount okay, that see? you pay for everybody else. See. You're that friend. You're that no, friend. Okay, I just me... either remove myself <laughs> or I just pay it. I can think okay, what so... I want to think, but I I mean, True. I'll end up just paying it. I mean, there's been plenty of times I paid $75 for just some fries and a drink. Truth Nation, I, I, I've got to get your thoughts on this because I've had so <laughs> many debates with friends. Here's the thing, and I'm glad that Telly said that because that's the key point. If whether you are a vegan, whether you're a light eater, whether you eat, you know, you go crazy like me. Once you commit to going out to dinner with a group. Yeah, that's the rules. Yeah, yeah. So I get it. It's like, yeah. So if you if you don't and if you want to be that person, then just respectfully say, hey, y'all, I'm going to do my own thing. I'm going to keep I'm going to keep my bill separate. And you work that out with our server. You work that out. Yeah, you see what absolutely. Because my thing is that friend who, throughout the whole time that we've been sitting there eating and <laughs> they watching and you, and and that's her that. third drink. And then she so, mm-hmm. go get some more fries. <laughs> I'm telling you, I cannot tell you how many times I just. So that's what resulted in me saying, you know what? I'm going to be very selective. To your point, you and Tony, y'all know exactly like when y'all hang out. Y'all know how y'all engage in terms of the bills, right. you know, the golf. Car. So it's not even a pr- problem. With especially with times with females, you know, like it's like, and now okay, here's here's a scenario. I saw a video where a husband reached out to his wife's girlfriends. It was about three of them, and asked if everybody wanted to meet for dinner to celebrate. Um, his wife's friend's birthday. So they were like, bet. So they all go to the restaurant. The bill comes. He tells the server, I'm paying for my wife and the birthday girl, which was, you know, the friend. Mm-hmm. The other three ladies, some of y'all may have seen this video. They snapped. Oh, yeah, I saw that they video. They snapped. You yeah. see that video? <laughs> yeah, yeah, And they it. were like, how you not going to pay for us? And he was like, what you mean? Y'all grown women. <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> I'm paying for my wife as her husband, and I'm paying for the birthday girl. Y'all Y'all on your own. Right. So, Truth Nation, what do y'all think? Tony, what, what's your reaction? They was do you mad. think that they were? Oh, man, listen. Um, the, the, you got to have better friends because, I mean, that's that, – first of all, I don't know why you anybody would have an expectation that somebody else would pay for them. I'm a, I'm a grown-up. I, I sat down. I ate my food. I had my drink. I'm, I'm, I'm prepared to pay for it. I'm not going to sit there like, oh, you paid for her. I don't care who's paying for who else. I'm responsible for mine at the end of the day. And if someone wants to pay for it, okay. Fine, but I'm not. There's certainly not expecting that. I, I I've had situations with with me because I don't I don't drink, and I used to do the same thing. Oh, we just split the bill. But I a couple times I've had friends who are like, 
why are you you shouldn't split the bill. You don't even drink. Like we've been having drinks all night, and like no, your your part is nowhere near you got everybody some good else's friends. part. Well, right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So they were like, no, nah, you don't you don't need to be paying the same much. But to expect to get paid for, ah, that's ridiculous. I'm like, I'm a, I'm gonna have to get some new friends. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, so, I'm gonna look at you. All right, I got you. But next time, I ain't going nowhere with you. Here's here's my position, Telly, and I want to see how can I want to get your thoughts too. Now, I'm with you, Tony, to a certain extent. I, if I were one of those three women, I would not have expected him to pay for me. I would have I would have had the expectation of, you know, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna expect to pay for my own meal, and um, I, I mean I don't want to make it difficult, but I probably would offer to pay for the birthday girl or you know contribute something some towards her it, yeah. meal. And now I will say this. So when my daughter graduated last month, I invited, you know, some family members and a couple of friends to dinner. Oh, yeah. You just had this situation. Yeah. Yeah. And when the bill came, it wasn't even a question, Telly or Tony. I I paid for the entire meal. Now, that's my philosophy. So because I know like some of my friends and and relatives were like, Denise, we got said, no, no, no. Here's my philosophy. If I invite you to a dinner to celebrate, you know, me or my kids, I feel that I should pay for everybody because you're, you're giving your time, your energy, and I invited you. I know a lot of people don't believe in that. That's just how I get down. Now, to Tony's point earlier, because I do like to uh, – how do I say this at 7 o'clock in the morning? Indulge. Because I do like – indulge (laughs) in in a beverage or two and i do like top shelf i promise y'all either i'm going to buy a bottle of wine in addition to paying for mine or i'm just gonna say look are y'all cool with us just splitting it even because most of my friends that know me anyway they know you know i'm that i'm you know i like to indulge as you said Mm. so I think that the opportunity is we got to get complete with how we want to engage. We go to these group dinners. Like, don't wait for the bill to come. Yes. It just ruins the whole Correct. night. It does. Like, it does. Like, why Why can't you have that? Like, isn't that so funny? Like, it, that talk is uncomfortable. And why is it uncomfortable? <laughs> it's like, well, I don't really want to say nothing. Or I think they may pay. Or just come out and say, look. I mean, that's, that's what my friends, hey, man, look, I ain't got it like that, you know, today. Or, <laughs> hey, man, look, uh, that ain't what I'm trying to do. And at some time, you will be looked at as the, not, you know, the party pooper or whatever, but you also need to know your limitations. Yeah. And if you're not cool with that, then say it. That, you know, because if you know somebody is going to order, like, three different entrees and and or they drink a lot and and you know that your meal is only going to be 20 bucks i mean maybe you just sit it out or come up with a reason or an excuse as to look i don't think i really want to do that or just flat out say i don't like the way this whole situation is split up and i'm gonna do my own thing now look Speaking of doing my own thing <laughs> on the YouTube message board. And for y'all, please go to YouTube and watch Tony, Telly, and I live on the YouTube channel, which is 101.7 The Truth. <laughs> so, Zuri, 
tribe says, dang, <laughs> I see I can't hang with y'all. But once these children of mine are grown, I won't need to lay away my trips or split the bill because I'm that friend. I know that's right, Zuri. Keep your head up. Keep your eyes on the prize. And you are absolutely right. You cannot vacation with me right now because, number one, you have kids. <laughs> with me. DT, DT is retired from the kid game. So I'm glad that you own that. Number two, yes. It's either you got it or you don't. So, Zuri, thank you for – and I'll tell you what, Zuri. I'm waiting on you. When, when, you, when, the, kids are, when the kids are gone and graduating out the house and you, and you can just say, yep, Denise, let's go to Munich and see Adele. I'm ready. Look, hey, that's, I, but, I appreciate that type of friend. No, you know, you know what yeah. it is. Yeah. You know exactly hey, where can't, they are. I can't do it. I can't yeah. do it. Yeah. Cool. I got you. Yeah. Or I, I've been there. if you are layaway in trips while your kids are still young, hey, we've been there too. We've been there. <laughs> I just don't do that no more. Look, I, people say, Denise, you travel so much now. Yeah, because I could do. When you got kids? Yeah, it's tough. <laughs> Kids are bills. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm sorry. I did it. I did it for 20. I'm still doing it. Look, one, one plane ticket is a lot cheaper than four. Man, <laughs> what? Can you say that again, Telly, for the people? Do you know? Like, wait a minute. When I, when I took the kids um, to Cape Town, I don't know if you remember, but me and the kids, we went to South Africa, Cape Town and Johannesburg, and we did a little something, something in Amsterdam. Uh, not this past Christmas, but Christmas of 2022. And Telly, to your point, you know, when it was time for me to book the flights, I was like, damn! Oh, man. It's a big difference. Oh. When you go from one person. <laughs> and so, wait a minute, my kids were like, Mama, how come, how come when we get on the plane, you go left and we go right? Because I have a job. <laughs> That's why. Be glad you even on this trip. <laughs> now go on back there behind that curtain. <laughs> go on now, get. <laughs> but you, you reminded of that, I know, with me still going on. I'm reminded of that every spring break. It's like, okay. man, it's not just me traveling. I, you know, I got the wife, I got two kids, and four plane tickets. Yeah. I, and and I'm this is fresh on my mind because I'm already starting to kind of look ahead to this spring break, and I'm like, man, oh, I I'm, feel good. I ain't got none of those problems. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like you two should, months Tony. out. I'm like two months out, and these tickets are extremely expensive to any warm place in the country. Go look at a plane ticket in March or the, towards the end of work. March. It's like seven hundred dollars for one way. You're like, no, my God. That, they know you know why because they know that parents. I mean, I know you can, but you know when it comes to that, you you're not gonna tell your kids no. They don't understand costs. You're not gonna tell your kids, little little Sarah, we cannot go to Disney World this year because. Well, just, we just don't have it. Yeah, thank like God my kids are at an age where they understand what no is. <laughs> <laughs> you, you just said no. I can't tell them no. I, I don't know why I can't. <laughs> Everybody get in the car and drive Tony, there. Look, Tony's over there smiling. See, he's like me. When you're in that club where you where you technically don't have kids or you don't have kids at all, look, it's okay, it's, Telly. It's beautiful. Just keep your eyes on the prize. You almost there. You hey. got a few more years. Don't give up. Don't quit. Oh, hey, no, hey, Denise, you see the big good. smile on my face? Oh. <laughs> you see the big smile on my face? This is no stress but, right here. Like, oh, I, no, got, hey. I ain't worried about nobody but me. Let me tell you something, Tony. People will sometimes say that people who don't have children are selfish. Number one, I don't agree. <laughs> and number two, no, I, don't, I really, I don't. I believe to each his own. 
everybody, everybody, especially in today's society, it takes a lot to be a parent. It ain't for everybody. Just like marriage is not for everybody. It's like if you if you're not married or if you don't have kids or something wrong with you. So Tony, I just want not that you are looking for my validation, but I so understand now that my kids are adults. I so understand why some people choose not to have kids. I, I totally understand it now. Yes, yeah, beautiful. Kids are expensive. They're time consuming. Right. They're 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 always they're always they're on your mind. <laughs> they're always on your mind. Yeah. They, they, you all, naming all the things that always, your parents had to go through with wallet. your butt. <laughs> Probably. Hey, again. Hey, I knew I knew better know, than to be asking for stuff. Trust uh, me. <laughs> look, I'm like the elders say, I didn't ask to be here. Okay, so I made it. <laughs> I didn't ask to be here. I made it. <laughs> y'all, y'all are listening to the best morning show on planet Earth. Truth be told, look, we got a great show for y'all today to get your weekend or excuse me your week started and again we're going to try to keep y'all as focused away from tomorrow being rent mortgage whatever (laughs) wonderful bills you have all week long in all seriousness we've been um, having a focus on stereotypes and stereotypes that have impacted in particular and especially the black community african-americans black americans however you classify it And so we're going to talk about that. We want to hear from you, Truth Nation. We want to hear from you in regards to stereotypes. Now, Monday we talked about the stereotype that black people are more athletic. Yesterday we talked about the stereotype that single black parents produce the worst children. Today we're going to address and discuss the existing stereotype that, as far as I'm concerned, my opinion has been one of the, if not the most negative stereotypes that have impacted how black people are treated in this country and how it has been baked into our existence. And that is the stereotype, again, that I feel is the most damaging to black people, that we are a people that are lazy. So why are black people so lazy? That is a stereotype that we're going to talk about today. So stay tuned. We want to hear from you. The Truth Talk and text line is 833 833- Two one two one zero one seven. We got guest co-host in the building, Tony Smith, Marquette University Hall of Famer, men's basketball. We got two-time Emmy awarding Telly Hughes and your girl DT, along with Ben Jamin on the ones and twos. You don't want to miss it. We're bringing y'all the smoke today. This is Truth Be Told on the award-winning one hundred one seven, The Truth. It is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on one hundred one seven, The Truth, The Truth app, and one hundred one seven, thetruthcom It is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. The road to riches and diamond rings. We because they hate us. Floss because they the greatest. We trying to buy back our 40 acres. And for that paper, look how low we are stoop. Even if you in a band, you still in the coop. Come on, come on. And when it falls down, who you going to call? All planet Earth. That's, that's, that's today, y'all. It's all falling down. It's the 31st of January. <laughs> Get your life. Hey, so someone uh, posted, man, is today January 74th? Like, it just seems like it's right? been like <laughs> 70 days in January. <laughs> 
Right? Yeah, we go from the I, one I'm of the longest you. months to the shortest month. Go figure. Because, Telly, you and I talked about this yesterday. Tony, Ben, or, or Telly and I alone, don't you feel like you just paid your January bills yesterday? Don't you feel like you just paid the January 1st bills, like, literally yesterday? Yeah, well, February 1st is tomorrow. Again. Here it comes. <laughs> I got mine on auto, so I don't see it happen. Just kind of go. So you don't oh, here, feel here, it? You, go. you know what? Yeah. I love it. I love it. I, I love bosses. See it yeah. I, see, I love it. You, could, you could only do automatic stuff. Automatic bill pay when you straight. When you got to figure stuff out Ooh. every month, you don't need somebody taking out $80 and you ain't got them $80 in that account at that particular time. One <laughs> <laughs> well, say message. Let me, let me just say this. Message. Because I'm going to keep it real because a lot of people out here, not that you know we need to be discussing our finances, that's private, but I'll put it to you like this. Shout out to all the entrepreneurs out there, because for a lot of folks on the outside looking in, the assumption is, oh, you know, certain entrepreneurs or business owners, however you want to classify it, just, you know, they live in the great life. They just got, you know, exponential amounts of money and they just BMFing. See, I have what I what was called payroll. And see, the thing is, when you're an entrepreneur and it's just like you're a solopreneur, like I used to be, that's one thing. But once you start growing and you have people that you're paying, so like I have a part-time, a full-time, I've got freelancers, contractors. Oh, yeah, because here's the thing. They want their money regardless. So that's why I'm like, you know, as an entrepreneur, it's kind of like having kids again. And not in the sense of that they're, you know, childlike, but just in the sense of when people depend on you as an entrepreneur and when you have a team of people that provide you a service so that they can eat and pay bills, it, it, it changes. You know what I'm saying, Telly? Yeah. It, it changes. I agree. I... And then you, yeah, you because they want they, they want their money. Yeah. And they deserve it. That's their no, livelihood. Yeah, there's no, yeah. Man. It's a big responsibility. So entrepreneurship. It is the most fulfilling work, but it is also the most demanding. And I am I am thankful that my business is growing to where I had to add more human resources. However, when it comes to again the end of the month, I gotta make sure they can eat. There's no, you know, like I can eat peanut butter and jelly. If it was just me, I wouldn't be tripping. <laughs> when you right. got a team, yeah, they expecting. Yeah, you do a job, you expect to get paid. Because speaking of work, and I, I'm so glad that we are talking about this this week, and I and and Telly, the response from Truth Nation has been so positive. It has, and so we just appreciate the reception of this conversation. I'm, I'm Tony. I'm I'm actually very very even more excited that you're on today because today's stereotype that we're going to talk about to me has been one of the most damaging stereotypes to black people, black culture, uh, black existence. And that is the stereotype of black people being lazy. And so my question is, how did we as a people who were made to be slaves, forced into manual labor, no compensation whatsoever. Work from sunup to sundown in the worst conditions end up being considered lazy. I I first start off, I believe that 
to have an unbalanced playing field, you got to create different things that may not even exist. Because we all know there's not an equal playing. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not a equal playing field at on any level or at any profession. Uh, and so I think that just like how media, television, movies, everything depicted black people as as these monsters as as gorillas and and we out here you know raping women and and you know robbing banks and and all these stereotypes that we didn't have any control over because going back to what we talked about I think on Monday when uh, or no excuse me yesterday when people are conditioned to treat you a certain kind of way or these are the only roles or the only opportunities that you have then you take it but there's also long-term repercussions and and uh reactions to those things in in regards to like guys taking roles with when they have to wear a dress or and how it's not the same in the white community as is viewed in the black community. But I think that, again, these are stereotypes. And, and what what is Donald Trump good at? What is he best at? Telling you a lie and then continuously to tell you and to make you believe that lie. And I think and that so was let me, that was a part of it. That's, this was a lie and it is continuously perpetuated. And then, OK, that must be some truth to it. That's a opinion. great word that I want to underscore. I want to underscore that word, Telly, because racial stereotypes are defined, and this is the textbook de- definition, as constructed beliefs. Mm-hmm. So you bring up a great point regarding if you are constantly hearing the same message regarding a group of people by someone who has been regarded as a leader. In this case, Donald Trump. We'll use him as an example. Now, Tony, I want to get your reaction. And for those that are just tuning in, we're talking about as part of American history. This is what amazes me about certain leaders in this country. And and also Tim Scott. <laughs> oh boy. Who, Please. Who have who is who he a leader in of? their narrative? <laughs> who, who, who in there? who in their narrative are trying to remove a history of discrimination and prejudice that has been rooted in this country's history. And the the stereotype that black people are lazy is definitely something going back to Telly's previous point that has been a constructed belief by white people during early stages of America. So when when white people were in this country before even the the Jim Crow era, I'll say probably right after the abolishment of slavery, so maybe after the Civil War, America's image of white people was hardworking, educated, morally obligated. Despite slavery, enslaving black people, this was the the the, the belief, the constructive belief, Telly and Tony. That white people were hardworking, educated, and moral. So in order to have a counter-narrative, a counter-belief that any, any other people outside of white, they had to start 
using images and narrative and names which stereotype blacks as lazy, just the exact opposite, lazy, ignorant, and uncivilized. Mm-hmm. Animals. So Can't trust it, them. Animals. Yes. So, um, and even, <laughs> this is a this is an American history lesson that you won't get outside of the truth radio station since they're trying to eliminate it out of uh, American history. There was a term used by white people during the Jim Crow era, and the term was Samba that they used to describe black Americans. And the term was originally derived from the Spanish word Zambo, which is a derogatory word for a person of African descent. And so what, what would happen is during the, the Jim Crow segregation, they would have images of black people and use the word Zambo and just using that to justify the inhumane treatment of black people as well as perpetuate, to your point, Telly, the belief that black people are ignorant, lazy, and uncivilized. Talk to, what are your thoughts, Tony? I was yeah. like, Tony said, I'm Latiz. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, y'all, y'all, y'all covered most of what it really is. It's just, you know, I'm just listening to uh, both of y'all, and I'm like, man, how are you going to call us lazy? We out there doing all the work. <laughs> that don't even make sense. Like, yeah. but like Denise said, they have to construct this narrative to make the rest of the people believe like this is what it is. And the the real problem with that too is that like they keep saying it, and then some of your people start believing it. Ah. <laughs> Are you like huh? really? We're na- we're lazy. Oh yeah, you lazy. You lazy. Like, yeah, it's just it's just now, crazy. Now before, no, thank you for that, Tony. Before we take this break, I want to present. Uh, another thought. And Truth Nation, we would love to hear how you feel about the stereotype of black people being lazy. But to further, and it goes, I'm telling you, Telly, you hit the nail on the head because stereotypes have everything to do with constructing beliefs. And it also has to do with welfare and how welfare was correlated to the belief of black people being lazy. When we come back from break, we're going to talk about that. Because just so you know, the welfare system was not originally designed for us. It was to support women while their men or husbands were fighting in the war. And then it became uh, a a tool that was (laughs) regarded as, you know, black people are so lazy. We got to give them this and we got to give them that. So we come back. We're going to talk about that again. Stereotypes. Black people. Why are y'all so lazy? Let's talk about that when we get back. We got a couple of callers, too, so that'll be perfect. Good. Yes. Perfect. Callers, don't hang up. We're going to take y'all as soon as we get back from break. You are listening to the best morning show on planet Earth, Truth Be Told. With DT and Telly, we got our guest co-host, Tony Smith, in the building. Stay tuned. It is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. More of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. What's up, Truth Nation? Welcome back to Truth Be Told with DT and Telly with our guest co-host, Tony Smith, in the building. We've been talking about stereotypes all week, and today we're really keying in on the stereotype 
of black people being lazy. We have a couple of text messages that are hitting the True Talk to text line, 833-212-1017. It is blowing up. Derek says, I think they honestly confuse laziness with, laziness with lack of drive. We have been through a lot as a people after slavery, which is why most of our folk take the easy routes to the bag. Man, these text messages keep coming up. Hold on. Uh, popping up. <laughs> to them, Don't hang it's... Up don't hang up. Yes, yes. No, we get straight to the callers. Uh, to them, it's like we don't dare to challenge ourselves regardless of who likes us or not. Thank you for that text message, Derek. Dan, we're going to get to your text messages after we get to Thomas. You are on Truth Be Told. Good morning. What is your question or comment, Thomas? Good morning. How y'all doing? We are great. Uh, my comment is I think work ethics are taught. I mean, laziness is learned and work ethics are taught. Um, through, I mean, my parents taught me work ethics. I've worked since I was 12. So I've always had a job. Now, there was a time in my life where I got lazy because I, that was my choice. But then I learned real big or real hard when I got a family. When I had a kid, I had to step up, be a man. So I think it's, I think it's learned. People learn to be lazy. They don't, you know. If you got work people in your house, truth, uh, truth be told, my all my siblings are hard workers except my baby brother. <laughs> he's, he's not lazy, but Thomas, he don't have I have a question. Work he won't. Huh? I got a question for you, Thomas. When we talk about work yeah. ethic, uh, do you think it's subjective? So, is it is it important to align on what your interpretation or how you perceive high or low work ethic? Um, if I understand the question right, it's just that when my dad passed, my mom was the only one in the house. She raised my baby brother. We were, oh, most of us were raised by both parents. So, um, he, he was just allowed to get away with a lot that we weren't and was kind of under the mama's wing a lot. So it was given a lot and spoiled. When we had to get out and do grass, do yard work, uh, do in-house work. And then after that, when we got up to get a job, we got out and got part-time jobs. And, you know, to, to make, you know, that's what we did. We were made to do that. So that's why I say, you know, work ethics will learn. But, you know, my baby brother didn't have that work ethic talk, you know. So, but that's my opinion. Yeah. But what? also on the welfare thing, I, I I remember when I when I had a surgery, and I don't want to take it to the time, but when I had a surgery, I, I couldn't work. I was off. The doctor had me off. I went to the welfare office in tears because I, I wanted to work. And the lady literally told me, Mr. Tucker, this, these things are for you, not, you know, to get back on your feet, you know, not for you to live on it. So I think most that's the thing. I think welfare helped me get back on my feet. And when I was able to work again, Best believe I told that doc, sign me off. I need to make money. Yeah. Well, thank you, Thomas. I know I can speak to your your uh, little brother or your youngest because I was in the same situation. <clears throat> Excuse me. I was in the same situation. I have four siblings, and by the time 
I got to high school, they were all out of the house, and you would think like, oh, man, you you had it pretty good, and you got everything. And to go back to his original statement, work ethic is a choice. Because I could have chose to be like, well, look, I'm the last one. Y'all supposed to just give me whatever. But I quickly realized that you got to work and get what you're going to go get or you're just not going to be given it, especially not where I'm from. My thing is, though, we, we have to do as a community. We have an opportunity to align on how we measure work ethic. And when I say as a community, because it's not a one size fits, I'm not saying that all black people need to be on the same page as far as work ethic. But what I'm saying is that when we're having conversations with our children or our grandchildren or, you know, just younger generation uh, black folks, it's important to get aligned on how do you perceive or how do you understand work ethic to be? Because, again, I've said this before, you know, I was raised in a household where punctuality was not an option. If if we're supposed to begin at seven o'clock, you need to be there at 645 in order to be on time. Now, my kids, they're going to be, if, if I say let's meet for dinner at 7 p.m., it's going to be between 7 and 7.08. And only because they know how I am. Now, when it's them and their friends, you know, they show up whenever they feel like it. So, <laughs> you know, as far as they're concerned, they're on time. Because their understanding is, well, you at least get a 10-minute grace period, mama. So we hear, we know, and I'm like, no, you're not. So it's important also to align on how you measure or perceive work ethic. Yeah, yeah. Well, Before you start, you know. Yeah, we got Al on the line as well. Al, you're on Truth Be Told. Good morning. What's your question or comment? My comedy is this welfare and the projects was not created for us. That was created for the other people after the Great Depression. So we need to put that out there. And we as black people have never been lazy. And anybody who tells you black people are lazy, the only person that's been, uh, the only people who are lazy is the female dog who raised them and robbed them as a childhood who did not raise them with the correct facts for them to see who black people really are. And I leave it at that. Happy Wednesday. Thank you, Al. Happy <laughs> Wednesday to you. Appreciate that. And so to piggyback off of Al's point, we come back from break. Let's get clear on the welfare system of the United States, because to Al's point, it was not created to save black people. When we come back, we're going to give you the facts in terms of quickly, in terms of the history of welfare and the correlation that welfare uh, was used towards perpetuating the stereotype that black people are lazy. We're talking about we come back for break. We also got a special interview at the top of the hour. So, again, you don't want to miss the second hour of the best morning show on planet Earth. Truth Be Told with D.T. Atelli with our guest co-host Tony Smith on the award-winning 1017 The Truth. It is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. It is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. award-winning 101.7 The Truth. 
Community Spotlight is going down today, y'all, at 3.57 p.m. between the Tory Lowe Show and Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Karras. We're going to be speaking with Faisha Lynn Bell, Director of Development and Major Gifts at the Greater Milwaukee Foundation. She will discuss their successful $700 million fundraising campaign that they just completed to help invest in Milwaukee and move the city forward. Again, that is the Community Spotlight with the Greater Milwaukee Foundation today at 3.57 p.m. on the award-winning 101.7 The Truth. Also, DT, the award-winning 101.7 The Truth is the home of Milwaukee Panthers basketball. Don't miss any of the hoops action by listening to Panthers basketball on 101.7 The Truth. The Truth app and all your favorite streaming platforms. The Panthers are on the road Thursday as they are set to take on the Purdue Fort Wayne Masterdones. Coverage begins at 5.30 with a 6 p.m. tip-off. And speaking of Panthers basketball coming up at the top of the hour, we will be joined by Panthers basketball men's men's basketball head coach Bart Lundy will get an update on what the Panthers been up to. We do our monthly interview with head coach Bart Lundy, so you want to stick around with, for that, as well as we'll continue our topic of are black people lazy or is this the bait the harshest stereotype towards black people or african americans however you want to classify yourself as a non white person you don't want to miss the rest of that conversation and once again our interview coming up at the top of the hour with Milwaukee Panthers men's basketball head coach Bart Lundy keep it locked right here guest co-host Tony Smith is in the building you want to keep it locked with truth be told with DT and Telly we'll be back after the break.